Hello, everyone. You don't want to miss this episode. We're, we're talking today with Mark Alan Bosico. And I probably butchered that, but Mark is uh, an amazing guy. He's a Haitian entrepreneur who used to work for the World Bank, the Inter-American Development Bank, Fulbright Scholar. Man, he has all that in a bag of chips and he's only about 30 years old. He's done everything and really working to, ch to make a difference in Haiti. You don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another change maker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Well, Mark, I butchered your name. Please forgive me, uh, but we are thrilled to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Devin. Um, it's fine. My name is French-oriented, so American people tend to get it a little bit off, but that's nothing. I'm very happy to be on your show. Thank you very much for having yeah. me. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you really have an impressive background, uh, but you, you've recently been working on really trying to boost the entrepreneurial community in Haiti. Uh, you, you recently had a conference, uh, Google and Facebook came and participated, uh, hundreds of entrepreneurs. Tell us a little bit about what you accomplished there. Um, so what I've been building in Haiti has been to create opportunities for the entrepreneurship ecosystem to grow. Um, my background has been, aside from work and being an economist, I have been working with young people for a very long time. And I've started you know, debate clubs in school. I was always somewhere between bringing young people together until really one day I discovered the whole theory of the entrepreneurship ecosystem and realize that this is the best thing to actually boost everyone and create opportunities for entrepreneurs. So what I started doing is actually building a stronger ecosystem with more entrepreneurs coming together and ending up with creating a space, which is now the biggest co-working space and entrepreneurship hub of Port-au-Prince in Haiti, where we bring entrepreneurs together and we organize different type of events. Um, one of the biggest events I've been part of has been the Haiti Tech Summit. And it started last year where we wanted to bring all the big names of Silicon Valley to see Haiti and to have their own perspective on how we can grow technology here. And that's how we ended up having partners like Google, like Facebook, having them bring their own contribution in building the Haitian ecosystem. So from there, we started developer clubs. Facebook has a developer club called um, Facebook Developer Circle. And we started acceleration programs for entrepreneurs in Haiti with Google Launchpad, which is Google's arm for empowering entrepreneurs to create the next billion user. So with those big brands and support from the local ecosystem, like banks, private sector here in Haiti, we've been able to create a space where entrepreneurs can convey, they can exchange ideas, they can sell their product, they can grow their knowledge, and really hoping that from there, we can create bigger entrepreneurs stronger entrepreneurs that are going to disrupt the Haitian economy. It, well, it's is, been a very exciting thing. It, it is very exciting. It is very exciting. I think when many of us think about uh, Haiti and its challenges, we picture micro entrepreneurs who are uh, making uh, leather goods and selling them in the U.S. and other things. Um, Tell us a little bit about the tech community. What's going on there? What are some of the entrepreneurs doing there now? 
Yeah, it's true that there, the image of Haiti has been really, really terrible, specifically with the earthquake that happened. But that's the narrative we're trying to change. We want people to see Haiti differently. So it's, it's still a nascent tech ecosystem. So we are one of the pioneers who are actually trying to do things here. But if you think about it, Haitian entrepreneurs are already doing interesting things. So um, coming from e-commerce, so Haiti has been seen a lot for the value of their arts, of things you can buy here when you come on vacation, the quality of the people, but not a lot of that is actually being seen online. So there are entrepreneurs here in Haiti who are trying to actually put Haitian goods, Haitian activities, services available, trying to put them online. So e-commerce actually has been something that has been very interesting here in Haiti. Another opportunity that actually the entrepreneurs are tackling right now in Haiti too is access to finance. So we are 10 million people on this island. Can you imagine what that would mean if actually we can have those 10 million people being able to buy, having consumption power, and being able to exchange money, whether it's through blockchain, whether it's through you know, current mobile payments. Entrepreneurs in Haiti have been creating startups in that area as well, trying to create opportunities for entrepreneurs to be able to buy and sell online and also leverage the diaspora. And there's a lot more to come. I think it's also a little bit nascent. So um, we are hoping as well with the kind of programs you're running in Haiti to be able to open the minds of Haitian entrepreneurs, for them to understand the reality of AI, of machine learning, and have them be able to tap into opportunities, create new business, redo the process of ideation, and being able to find a place where they can actually find like-minded people to help them grow their thinking and go to the next level. So this is our ambition. This is what we're trying to create here at Bosch. It's really uh, an exciting uh, opportunity uh, to see what's going on there. The, the, the country has struggled uh, since the earthquake in so many ways. It's uh, great to see what you're doing. Um, where do you think it goes from here? What, what do you hope to create over the next five or 10 years? What I really would like to see happening from here is the next 50 startups that are going to change the Haitian reality. And I'm going to explain to you a little bit what that means to me. Um, we live in a country where the structure of the economy, and I will always start from the economy because that's my background, right? That's where my first learning actually started. So when you look at the structure of the economy, um, Haiti is suffering from a current um, commercial a trade balance deficit, right? Because what we do is mostly buying products from the uh, rest of the world, mostly the Dominican Republic or the United States. So most of the goods that we are actually consuming in Haiti are imported goods. What would be the reality if actually we could actually reshuffle the production system? What could be the sectors? And I don't only mean that we're going to be creating tech products to be able to do that, and I'm not trying to dis disrupt from starting a brand new type of um, sector of business. I think technology can be leveraged to actually um, increase the growth of the traditional sectors to accelerate them. I think, you know, technology can actually go to the agriculture sector and create brand new ways to product and to produce um, different type of insurance systems, um, opportunities to sell Haitian products in all parts of the world, access to information. There's so many different opportunities that can accelerate sectors like agriculture here in Haiti. If tech entrepreneurs 
can sit down in a room and be in places like Bosch and be able to think differently and think outside of the box and create new type of ways to accelerate it. So what I'm hoping to accomplish is actually, I would like to see the next 50 entrepreneurs who are going to create products that are going to disrupt the way we eat, the way we sell, the way we communicate, the way we market um, Haiti as a country, being able to come out of here and find investors. And how are we going to be able to go about that? I mean, I think um, in the Haitian culture as well, there, there are different types of, people tend to see Haiti as one unit. It is not the case. In Haiti, like everywhere else around the world, there's inequality, there is um, different type of people managing their lives in different type of ways. And I think there are two categories of people that can um, define the future of Haiti. And if we as a company or as a hub can bring those two types of people together, I think this will make a huge difference. And that actually that's the type of people I'm looking for. I am looking for people that are from the traditional rich Haitian bourgeoisie who have access to assets, has access to capital, and combine them with the lower middle class Haitian who's, who doesn't have access to capital, doesn't have access to money, but have access to ideas of way things can work here. What I'm really looking for is the two types of people that are progressive, that I would create a space for them to come together where capital can meet ideas that can disrupt the economy. That's the dream I would like to see emerge from this. And we're very excited with all the type of support that people are putting into this because they haven't seen it, because it's new and because they have a lot of hope. How do you think entrepreneurs can change Haiti? What can entrepreneurs do in their businesses and by having businesses that will improve things there in the country? I think the first thing that entrepreneurs can do is bring income to the lower base of the pyramid. I think that's the best starting point. We are 10 million people, like I was saying. If any businesses we can do is not just keeping the money just on transaction and you know small margin, if we can create businesses that can create jobs, if we can create businesses that can disrupt in a sense where it helps everybody participate at every level of the value chain, we can create a lot of opportunities because we are one of the biggest islands in the Caribbean. So we have people and actually people come after Haiti because of Haiti having access to people that can consume. What would happen if entrepreneurs can create opportunities to make money, create growth while adding value to the lower base of the pyramid? I think the entrepreneurs can contribute to that by finding new solutions, new ways, new products that can change the, di the dialogue and that can change the revenue streams in Haiti while keeping everybody engaged, while keeping all parts of the society productive and be able to create a new categories of people that can actually be consumers that are gonna run the basics of the economy. Mark, you've had an amazing career already for such a young man. You, uh, Fulbright Scholar, uh, World Bank, Inter-American Development Bank. Uh, what's the most important lesson you've learned in your short career? Wow, I was thinking about that just yesterday. Thank you for asking this question, Gavin. I think the most important thing I've learned 
has been, nobody else is going to change Haiti for us. Or have I worked with the government, with the international community, with so many different types of people in so many different ways at so many different levels, I realize that if we, as people, don't step up and create that wealth, nobody's going to do it for us. So that's why I think entrepreneurs need to be multiplied by a million. Like we should all go out there, try to create that wealth, be smart about it, let's not waste resources, and be able to create the Haiti we want to see. That's my biggest lesson at, at whatever early age you call it. Yeah. That has been my lesson so far. Mark, you could be working in New York, London, anywhere in the world. You could even be doing good things in those places, You're working for the UN or the World Bank. But you, you've returned to Haiti, your, your homeland, if, you, if, I, if I may. Uh, why is it so important for you to give back to your own community? Well, Devin, first of all, I never left Haiti. Um, I was born here, grew up here. I'm a typical Haitian middle class. My dad, no longer with me, um, passed away a few, weeks, a few years ago. He was a he was a professor. He loved teaching. My mom used to work for the government. She's a 25-year career working for the government, not making a lot of money. Everything I've been able to do has been because I went to school. I was a smart student. Um, and that opened opportunities for me. Um, I left Haiti just for two years with the Fulbright Scholarship and came back right after. Um, I was, like you said, I was working for the Inter-American Development Bank. I could have become an expat. We'll work in different countries. But at the end of the day, working with young people, being disruptive, being different, has always been what I was doing on the side. From the first time I created a club in my university to working on platforms like Elon Haiti that brings young leaders together or Buzz, where we bring entrepreneurs together, has honestly been what kept me excited. Um, and my dream was always to be able to find um, a way to do that in a, in a sustainable way. Um, and I think by creating a business like Bunch, I found a way to do it in a sustainable way, a way to be happy with what I was doing, with what I've always been doing, connecting with people, connecting with ideas, and be able to create more wealth that can actually change my country. I don't think any job around the world could have provided me with that excitement and that satisfaction. So I didn't choose to come back to Haiti. It was just always part of me. That's, that's pretty much what I can say about it. Well, that's great. I, I appreciate your, your passion for Haiti. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even, even when I was working, I mean, I was always on the side doing something. So it's like it never left. I was working for the bank, doing my normal hours, but I was always working on some project. It, literally, when I turned 30 years old, I decided to go one way that would make me more happy and satisfied. I never left. I, I was always doing both. Yeah, we're glad you're there. Mark, what's your superpower? <laughs> I don't think I have any. I really think... Um, Anyone can do what I'm doing if you are, if you are passionate, if you, if you are disciplined, if you know how to connect dots. Um, I think you can do anything that I'm doing right now. Um, building this company 
um, honestly, was a bit unique. And I did not think I was capable of doing it until I actually started putting the dots together. There's a guy at Google that I met who amazed me when he said the following, I don't have any superpower. I just know how to connect the dots. And that resonated with me. And when I came back to Haiti, um, I tried to reach out you know, to sponsors, people who were sponsoring my social activities. Um, find that interest in a person that really would like to be able to help you, not asking too much, but just a little bit. And you, your job is to connect those little bits all together because there's no big money in Haiti that you can just tap your hand into and build a company and, and build an 800 square meter space like the one we have today. It takes time, patience, and being able to connect different dots. If I would say I have a power, maybe that's what it would be. Well, I, I appreciate all the good work you're doing and thank you for the time you've taken with us today. Before you go, Mark, would you take just a minute to tell people how they can learn more about Bonge and the work you're doing and how they can connect with you personally? Um, thank you for that opportunity, Devin. I, um, there's no way, we, my goal was to put Bosch as the Innovation Museum of Haiti. Um, so if you're coming down to Haiti for any reason, please stop by, look at our website, um, you know, www.banjht.com. Follow us on Twitter as well. And me personally, I'm always excited to tweet about what I like and I will be happy to answer any questions through Twitter. And my handle is at Mark Alain B, um, M-A-R-C-A-L-A-I-N-B. Um, happy to connect with anyone coming down to Haiti, anyone who wants to connect with entrepreneurs here. We have an amazing community of people that we're always trying to expose to new you know, visitors, people with new ideas, people with disruptive ideas. We really hope innovation can drive change in Haiti, and I'm very happy to connect with anyone who would like to pursue that mission. Fantastic. Well, Mark, thank you so much for being with us today. We wish you every success in uh, revitalizing the economy there in Haiti. Thank you very much, Devin. I really applaud the work you are doing, giving people like me from Haiti a voice um, for other people to see and connect and really change the narrative of this country and really understand that Haiti is not just poverty. Haiti is young people like me who are also trying to be different we're also trying to change the economy and we'll also maybe replicate that to change other parts of the world. Thank you very much, Devin. No, thank you. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.